This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The IRS is the most feared agency in the world. You've heard ads from other companies offering to help taxpayers only if they owe over $10,000. Here at Platinum Tax Defenders, we're A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and we're proud to be one of the only tax firms in the country who understands that people who owe less than $10,000 need help just as badly. The IRS doesn't care how much money you owe. They'll still garnish your wages and even seize your assets. So whether you owe just a few thousand dollars or hundreds of thousands, call now for your free tax consultation. If you qualify, we may even be able to reduce your tax debt down to a small fraction of what you owe. So don't wait until the IRS seizes your property and garnishes your wages. Call 800-579-4967 and get your tax problem resolved once and for all. That number again is It is uh, Pat and Stu. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. We are just days away, just a few days away. They're, I mean, we're within hours now. Um, I would say we're under 100 hours at this point uh, from the time when we hold the vote to induct Barack Hussein Obama into the Douche Hall of Fame. That'll be Monday. Monday at high noon, right? Is that the... Is that when uh, we've, uh, noon Central, yeah. Noon Central. Uh, mm-hmm. 1 p.m. 1 p.m. Eastern. Eastern. That's how that works. It's so that'd be like, uh, for instance, 10 o'clock Mountain and uh, 9 a.m. Pacific. If I'm not go mistaken. to the blaze.com slash the, the feed. Mountain. No, all right, yeah. 10 o'clock I was, Pacific. Good golly, I was mistaken. That was weird. That was weird. I was what you weird. should do is get up Monday and go to theblaze.com slash the feed and just or, hang out until you or see that. I believe you can go to Pat and Stu. Uh, dot com. Is I, that I gotta check that right now. Did they redirect uh, I'm Let's being see. told yes. You can go to patentstudio.com. And there it is. Sends you right to the feed. That is nice. phenomenal. That's what you do. And that's where you're going to Phenomenal. Vote. So do that. Patentstudio.com. Easy way to remember it. We don't really have a site built Racket. yet for it, but we have. <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> Racket. <laughs> Jim Rome. Phenomenal. Racket. Racket. Tweet of the still, day. Is he still on the air? Uh, yeah. Jim Rome. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't hear anything about him anymore. You or or his ESPN show, I think, is gone too, right? I don't know. I'm not sure. Racket. 
All right. Uh, Obama's last news conference was fantastic. Oh, my gosh. I loved it. As I've loved his entire presidency. Mm. I love that news conference. He's just, he's wonderful, Stu. And really? I, I, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. I'm not speaking out of school here. You know he's wonderful. We all know he's wonderful. Well, we, and he proved it again yesterday. We agree with him on this. Yeah, I we mean, do. Look, I wanna... mean, this is true. And we all want this. Uh, we all want he, what he wants, and here's what he wants. It's important want. for me to take some time to process mm-hmm. this process. amazing experience that we've gone through, to uh, make sure that, uh, make sure. Mm-hmm. that my wife... Uh, your wife... Uh, with whom I will be celebrating a 25th anniversary this year. Oh, uh, wonderful. Willing That's to, your fault, uh, not ours. Re-up and put up with me for a little bit longer. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to do some writing. I want to uh, be quiet a little bit. Oh, yes. And not hear myself talk so darn much. Us, too. Um, That's exactly what I, that's exactly what I want. Spend precious time with my girls. You should do that. And in fact, I want him to do no talking. I that's how much I want that for him. We should really free him of the responsibility. I want him to be completely quiet. Yes. Mm -hmm. You don't have to talk ever again, Barack. Please. Shh. 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 Don't even think you need to. To come out and speak about anything. I thought that was leading to a big Take shut up there. Uh, that is. Uh, that would have been unkind. <laughs> that would have been, that would unkind. been un- unkind. Mm-hmm. Glad you recognized that in time. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so it's kind of interesting. Uh, that's, we do agree uh, fully on that point. We agree point. with that. Uh, get out. Uh, shut I, up. I did and love Please it. don't launch some new giant effort that's going to be in our faces for the rest of our lives. Uh, but which he will. He will. You know he will. 100%. He'll, he'll, he wants to be quiet and not talk as much. Shut up. You know that's not true. <laughs> that's the last thing in the world this freaking ideologue wants to do. I mean, maybe for a few weeks. like I, I, Perhaps, I, but I would be surprised I if he doesn't say, comment about the inauguration. I, may, uh, I, on Saturday, Saturday we'll be hearing him is babbling. Maybe. I, I would say, I was thinking, as I was thinking about that, taking out the partisanship of it, taking out the ideolo- ideological disagreements I have uh, with Obama, Mm-hmm. That first week of vacation's got to be awesome. Yeah. I mean, there's probably no better first week of vacation in anyone's life from the two-term president walking out of there and just being like, I don't have to care about this anymore. I'm sure he, will, he would never say mm-hmm. that out loud, and I'm sure he'll be back in a month with you know, some giant new global initiative that pisses <laughs> us off. Yeah. But that first week when you're just like, I'm going somewhere, I'm relaxing, I am not thinking, I'm not taking a phone call, I'm not talking to anyone. I am disappearing for the first week. That's got to be a magical. Do we week. know if he is going somewhere? Has, have they said? He said he was going to, uh, uh, you know, take some time and be quiet. He said he was going to um, do writing. You heard one of it, one No, I know, but I mean, did he have a like a vacation planned? I don't know. So he could, no, because we're be not great. paying for it. It would be but the, yeah, uh, really. uh, he did say uh, the first of December in one of the interviews. I was looking to see how long ago it was that he, you know, he'll sleep for a couple of weeks. I think so, that's what I would do too. I think I would I would get up at like one p.m. and go back to bed at three. Yeah, you know. Nobody's uh, seen Barack. He's just he's in his robe. And a lot of people mocked him uh, over this. Uh, Al Gore back in the day. I think I'm going out. I'm gaining thirty pounds. That's one of the first things I'm doing. <laughs> is I'm, I'm just putting on thirty. I'm eating anything I want. Well, you don't have the chef anymore, unless you know maybe he will. But I mean, you don't have the White House right staff cooking for you and waiting on you. And you, all you got to do is. Sit around. You don't have people pressing you to do stuff all day. It's a good time to just sit around and gain some weight. Yeah. (laughs) 
I, Believe me. They've got Secret Service all over the place. And what do you want to bet? If they don't have a staff, they use the Secret Service for that in inappropriate ways. That would be my guess. I bet they have no problem saying, hey, uh, you know, cook us Cook us something uh, for, for dinner tonight. <laughs> no. And the Secret Service probably would. They'd probably comply. Uh, can you imagine them saying, sir, that's not my, that's not my responsibility? I, I don't think they'd do that. They might that. not know how to. I mean, I'm sure they're not preparing food at that level. That takes a, I mean, to get the White House chef gig, it's probably a high-level situation. Yes, but they're going to be at that mansion. Yeah, and, if they're uh, at the mansion, you got, that's if, a good If you're point, at the man. mansion and, and you are used to the White House staff cooking for you, you think Michelle is going to start cooking again for Barack? No, no. way. No. They're going to say, hey, uh, <laughs> Bob. Toast uh, me a bagel. Yeah, get something, get something up here for us. <laughs> I, I, I bet they use people in inappropriate ways all the time. Uh, um, yeah, we've, uh, it's, you're probably right, first of all, on that. I mean, you know, it's not something that I would be surprised to hear. Um, and certainly, I think they've spent money at a rate that was inappropriate on these vacations over the years. Um, but now he's in you a think point. Eighty million dollars was inappropriate. Mildly, mm-hmm. mildly. I think seventy-five million is the right number for vacations. <laughs> uh, Eighty million. So they went just much. over what just you over. considered to be appropriate. I mean, it could have been a tip. You yeah, know, if you add yeah, up yeah. all those tips, it could have been five million. Right. Um, so I don't want to be too critical here. Um, I, I will say that we've spent a lot of time uh, discussing over the past uh, six months uh, to a year uh, all the predictions we've got wrong, because there are plenty of them. Uh, but here's one that actually is seemingly coming right. Watch. How's he going to be remembered? Um, he, he's going to be remembered as the first black president. You know, that's, that's going to be... going to be a great president? <laughs> is he going to be remembered as a great Prediction. president? Well, that one, first of all, is true. <laughs> I'm telling you, walk, he's going to walk out of here with a 60% approval rating. He is. He is. Because, he I mean, is. the way that, I mean, and this is not a, you know, this is just, both of these candidates are <laughs> incredibly unpopular no matter what you think about them. And they're looking at Obama, who is now not making news. He's not, offend, all the news is everyone else offending you. And he's just sitting back and, and, and rarely speaking yep. and doing his thing. And he's going to walk out of here with a great approval rating. Oh, yeah. A great one. 60%. So you, you were close. Uh, 60%. Yeah. Because uh, it's, it's actually 60%. 60%. So. Uh, exactly. And, <laughs> and I, it's going to go up probably from here. But it is, he leaves the administration with a 60% <laughs> approval rating. This is a guy who's in the mid-40s to <clears throat> low-40s his entire administration after the first few months. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to leave this office with a freaking 60 You, you do have to applaud uh, Lawrence there for predicting he that he'd it. be remembered as the first black president. <laughs> that's, that's what he was. And so why wouldn't you Well, we don't know for sure way. if he's right on that. Uh, He'll be remembered as a man named Barack Obama. Let's keep that. Who was once the two-time president of the United States. <laughs> and he was African-American. Okay. We can ask yeah, him about this we, prediction later on today because he's on. He's going to join us later today to talk about the. Gotta, we got to play that. Yeah, what we, a <laughs> genius prediction that was. <laughs> well, it's a typical. I got to say, it's a typical Glenn thing. He'll be remembered as we the first to, black we, president. He's joining us later today, right? <laughs> yeah. The second, we have to play that for him. Yes, let's keep that handy. I think that's what I just, sounds like what I just said. I know that's that. interesting, huh? It's almost okay. exactly. It's almost exactly what you just what said. I, it is. Okay. Uh, so right. why did you say? I why did you say? Because I wanted to remind you that we needed to do it. Because Sir, I wanted to remind you that we needed to do it. Who are you reminding? It. Who are you reminding? Marissa. <laughs> Marissa listens to the show, unlike you. Does she? That's the problem. Uh, man, what's that? You don't. You weren't listening, and then you just repeated I what was... Pat said five seconds after it. Okay. That's right. And you know it. 
and you know it, okay? We all know what happened there. No, we don't. Uh, Mike Pence <laughs> says, if you like your Obamacare insurance, uh, you can keep your Obamacare insurance. Interesting, because uh, mm. that's, uh, that's, that's not repealing it. Mm. Uh, that repeal. No, it isn't. If you can keep it, no, it you isn't. didn't repeal it. And that was kind of the promise. We're going to repeal and replace. Well, what do you mean you can, I can keep it if I want to? What, what is that? This is not going to be good. I mean, we, we kind of knew that. We kind of sensed it. And, and now they're really making noise like this is not going to be good. Uh, in an interview with ABC News, Pence told Martha Raddatz that appealing Obamacare would, be hastily, would not be hastily done. Um, so they're going to try to keep as many Americans insured as possible. Um, but it sounds like Obama's promise: if you like your insurance, you can keep your insurance. And I, we we'll just, see. Yeah, we, we discovered that we discovered that going through the individual plans that are the rumored replacements for Obamacare. Most of them say if you whatever insurance you have now, you can keep and not have to deal with any of the new rules. Now it's very similar to. I mean, it's not even similar. It is the Obamacare promise: if you want your insurance, you can keep your insurance. Very it, most of the cases. Uh, where that was violated by um, uh, by Obama was not because he said, "Well, you can you know you can no longer have this one." A lot of it was insurance companies saying, "Well, we're not going to offer this anymore because of the new rules." Like, w- w- this doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense f- for us as a company, so they pulled it off the market. And then companies said, or people said, "Wait a minute, I lost my insurance policy because of the rule changes." And he said, "Well, I didn't I didn't change it. It was the companies who did it." What's, that's the same thing that's going to happen here. If you change all the Obamacare rules uh, and then say, well, you can keep your Obamacare plans if you're on one, all these companies are going to say, well, I'm not going to keep the exchanges open. Our company's not going to participate anymore, and they're going to lose their insurance, and they're going to have all the same legitimate complaints that we had against Obamacare they're going to have against Trumpcare. So what, what they should do is just tell the truth. Okay? <laughs> if they plan on repealing, they should say, we're going to repeal this, but we're going to find a way to keep you insured. Um, somehow. It may not be exactly the same insurance you have, but it'll be as good or better. What Obama uh, said after, uh, the other thing, the other excuse he made after the, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor thing, was, well, but they weren't weren't good insurance plans. So he tried to legitimize it in that, well, yeah, those weren't good enough. That's not what you said, though. That is not... What you said, you said, if I like my plan and I do, I could keep it. Uh, you didn't say, if, if you like my plan, I can keep it. I, that, that was one of the biggest scams in American history. That was one of the biggest lies and the biggest scams mm-hmm. in U.S. history. Lie for, of the year, even from the liberal politifact. For 17% of our economy to be treated that way was incomprehensible. And somehow he survived and thrived throughout it and it just shows that this country just doesn't care about any of this well anymore. but i mean you know, i guess care. we said he was in the mid 40s approval rating for a good chunk of his yeah, people were pissed for a little yeah. while but, but they, they're but not they, now no they just changed i think as soon as they got a view of hillary clinton and donald trump they were like eh, he's not but so now bad. that is true you know i mean true. it really if you look at I, there was a uh, i think it was the new york times that did uh, charts on like 30 different measures or maybe 538 that did charts on very, uh, 30 different measures of what happened during the Obama presidency, you know, with approval ratings or whatever. You look at his approval rating chart, it's, it starts sky high, mm-hmm. comes down, stays in the mid 40s to low 40s for the entire like six, seven years in the, in the middle. And then towards the end of the last campaign is shot up to over 50 percent, now up to 60 percent. 
I mean, and you know what? That, that is how they're going to judge their legacy. How many times did you hear during the Bush administration, ah, Bill Clinton left it with a surplus? Remember that argument? Yeah, oh yeah. Now, you could go back and see, first of all, uh, there's many reasons why that was so. Second of all, it wasn't real. Third of all, the it rest of his administration had surplus. real problems. It wasn't a real surplus. Right. But people remembered that last thing. Mm-hmm. You know, the last thing, he left it here. Um, and, you know, that's what they did with, the, with Bush. Where did he leave it? Well, he left it in the middle of an economic crisis. Now, if, very rationally, if Bush was able to hold off that economic crisis for four or five more months, which is not, would not be any skill of George W. Bush, would just be random chance, uh, then Barack Obama would have been blamed for it. But instead, it happened three months before he was elected. Does that mean that Bush, does that say anything really about Bush's presidency? Not really. I mean, it's just, uh, economic crises happen. They happen Often, uh, every mm-hmm. 20, 30 years, you get one of them. We had one before the uh, uh, Reagan administration um, and, and at the beginning of the Reagan administration. And the fact that it started with Carter and fed into the Reagan administration and Reagan was the one that turned it around is a real thing. Um, these things are real. But when you just are measuring one point on the map, like you could look at Reagan's first year or two, people were freaked out that his stuff was not going to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, he, it did, took a while for the inflation thing to turn around, the unemployment to turn around. I mean, it took a couple of years. But once those policies were in place and took effect, it took a couple of years and he was able to switch it around. You know, the same thing I think is going to happen uh, with Trump. You're not going to know what Trump's policies do to the economy or anything else for a couple of years. It takes time. Um, mm-hmm. Yet, if in three months there is an economic collapse, I promise you Donald Trump will be blamed for it. No question. Um, because that is the way the media will act. No question. And it'll be, it would be Obama's fault because all that, that stage has been set here. But if there is an economic collapse, you could be prepared for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can prepare yourself right now, taking positive steps, being able to rely on yourself and take care of yourself and your family with My Patriot Supply. Yeah, easy to do and it's inexpensive. It is. It's good food too. It's not cardboard. It's not. Uh, hey, I had to dig up a, a you know a bunch of wheat or barley and combine it into something. It's good food, easy to make, lasts for twenty five years, and now you can get four weeks of emergency food, easy to prepare emergency food for only ninety nine dollars. You do miss out on the bull weevils. You do. Uh, you do. You do. So if you like to grind up the bull weevils with your wheat, you know to have a little protein in there as well. This isn't for you. No, 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 don't, no. <laughs> so, but I personally don't like that. So I would call, if I were you, and I have, and I just did that recently, called My Patriot Supply, 888-411-5290, or you can go to preparewiththeblaze.com. Again, it's 888-411-5290, or at preparewiththeblaze.com. That uh, Rick Perry's an idiot, huh? Yes. I mean, what a what a maroon. He didn't even That's know. Say. He didn't even didn't know. Didn't even know the most basic. He didn't thing even know the energy includes nuclear energy. It's true. <laughs> uh, when President-elect Donald Trump offered Rick Perry the job of Energy Secretary five weeks ago, Mr. Mm. Perry gladly accepted, mm-hmm. believing he was taking on a role as a global ambassador for the oil and gas industry that he had long championed in his home state. You know why he's so stupid? He's from Texas. Right, yeah, yep. And you hear the way his accent? You hear yeah, his accent? he's got an accent. Idiot. All people uh, with accents are dumb. Yeah, they you sure are. I mean? They sure right, are. Right? In the days after, Mr. Perry, a former Texas governor, discovered that he would be discovered uh-huh. that he would be no such thing. In fact, 
If confirmed by the Senate, he would be the steward of a vast national security complex he knew almost, almost nothing, nothing about. about. Mm-hmm. Almost nothing. Caring for the most fearsome weapons on the planet, the United States nuclear arsenal. Here's the interesting part of that. He was governor of Texas for 12 years and, and learned nothing, nothing about the DOE. <laughs> Moron. What, what an idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody ever called him from there. He never talked about it. Nope. I mean, this is the energy capital of the world. But and he was governor of this state. Yeah, he was. And he still didn't know anything about it. He's an idiot, I think. That's clear. <laughs> you ever hear his accent? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's dumb. Oh, uh, man. Now, uh, here's the evidence uh, to back this uh, quote up from the oh, New York yeah, Times. Oh, yeah, please. Hit us with it. If you asked him on the first day, he said, uh, he said yes. He would have said, I want to be an advocate for energy, said uh, Michael McKenna, a Republican energy lobbyist who advised <laughs> Rick, Perry, Rick Perry's campaign. Okay, so somebody speaking for him on what he would have said. Right. Um, and, and, and so he, this guy's clairvoyant and knows what he would have said right. on the first day. But he didn't say that on the first day. In fact, the first day he said something quite different, but we won't get into that yet. If you asked him now, he'd mm-hmm. say, I'm serious about the challenges facing the nuclear complex. It's been a learning curve. Except I think R- Rick Perry would say nuclear like uh, yes, he George would say nuclear. W. Bush He would does. say nuclear. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's interesting about that is, uh, first of all, they someone followed up the Daily Caller and, and it said, hey, Michael McKenna, you, uh, you energy lobbyist. Uh, why did you say that, that uh, he didn't, you know, understand what was going on? He said, um, uh, well, he said, uh, the, the Times misinterpreted me. Um, and be, he said, Rick Perry, quote, of course, end quote, understood the key role of the Department of Energy caring for the nuclear arsenal. I would tend to believe that, that they misinterpreted him. Or yeah, I would may, say. Or I maybe say. misquoted him. Yeah, I mean, like, he, he's got to know that Perry knows. No, I will say this. Right? Every single job that you take that is new has a learning curve attached to it. If I went to a new radio company right now or a new television company, there would be a learning curve. Would I know how to talk on the air? Sure. Would I know how to do the things that I know how to do? Sure. But this but is like I wouldn't saying know where to go. you wouldn't know right. how to talk on the air. Yeah, exactly. Saying Rick Perry doesn't know nuclear is part of our energy policy and plan and department. Though he would say nuclear. Although he would say, he nuclear, would say that. Nuclear um, is not a word. Uh, Beckett Adams found a great uh, quote from, uh, Don, uh, from Rick Perry the day he accepted the DOE job. He said, okay. it's a tremendous honor to be uh, selected as Secretary is. of Energy by President-elect Trump. I'm deeply humbled by his trust in me. As the former governor of the nation's largest energy-producing state, I know American energy is critical to our economy and our security. <laughs> I Listen look to for- what an idiot this guy is. <laughs> Right? But I didn't want to And you're he... not even saying it with an accent like he would. No, I... <laughs> oh. All I right, go forward, ahead. I look forward to engaging in a conversation about the development, mm-hmm. stewardship, and regulation of our energy resources, safeguarding our nuclear arsenal, and promoting an energy policy that creates jobs and puts America I, first. I mean, it, that, that slams the door shut on everything they're trying to say uh, about uh, this particular topic. How on earth did they not know this? I don't this know. This is his public statement about getting the job. I don't know. It's, it's nuts. Obviously, the truth is they, don't care they didn't about look. The truth they didn't care. All. If they did find it, they left it out on purpose. Um, and it's a, it's an embarrassing day for the New York Times. I mean, that is a. I mean, the Times does some good work. Uh, I know most conservatives don't like them. This is not. Uh, but this is not that, part of it. This is no. a disaster. A really bad job. Mm. And it's it's interesting because we're put in the position lately of defending people. We've strongly disagreed with mm-hmm. in the past, and, and Rick Perry's one of them. Uh, but Rick Perry uh, knows enough and has, was governor of this state long enough, and before that served in, in you know high-powered positions in this state. He's been all his adult life doing this kind of stuff. 
he knows that nuclear energy is part of our energy uh, department. I think he does. Uh, I he think knows. he does. And to try to insinuate or just state emphatically that he doesn't is irresponsible and a flat-out lie. Especially with they didn't no care. evidence. Didn't care. Uh, they just wanted to take a shot at Rick Perry. And, you know, I mean, the Times really needs to get that under control. That's a bad job. Yeah, I mean, it's that a is really a terrible job. job. Um, and who better, by the way, than, than the, the guy who led the state that's your, you know, energy capital? Why wouldn't you? I mean, that's a smart move by Trump, actually. Mm-hmm. Smart move. It is. I, I mean, I think Perry will do. Look, Perry, say what you want about Rick, Rick Perry. I don't think he's. You know, he's not, uh, you know, necessarily... I mean, we're going to go back to his debate performances. He's had some bad ones. He has moments... He's not a good debater. No, he's not good at that. He's not necessarily the best Mm. on-the-spot interview Mm -mm. uh, as far as, like, trying to, you know, uh, look to the recesses of the mind and find every single piece of information. Mm -hmm. However, he is a... A good manager. He runs a state that I live in that is better run than any state I've ever lived in by a long, 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 wide margin. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, you know, he w- did a really good job with Texas on many, many things. He grew the economy. It's the 12th largest economy in the world, right? Yes. Um, it, as if it was a co- its own country. Um, he is obviously cap- a capable manager of a wide uh, array of, of things, and he'll handle this job fine. I mean, think of that. Our, our GDP in this state, just the state, is like one and a half trillion. That's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. And, and he was the manager of that economy. So he's yeah. got to have some kind of intellectual power. Yeah, it's kind of the same. I mean, in some ways, you look at that and you say, well, you know, if you're running a state, you probably have a, a level of competency that is uh, enough to do something like this. Yeah. Um, you know, especially if you run the state well. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of things going on in Texas. A lot of, obviously, energy is a big part of it. Including but, nuclear energy. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's not all run by oil yeah. and gas. Uh, you the largest? Nuclear energy, the largest nuclear plant in America is the South Texas nuclear power plant just outside of Houston. Hmm. So it, uh, he knows about it. Yeah, you know? he does. Obviously. He knows. Um, we have a clip here from uh, Roger Stone, the uh, idiot who, uh, I mean, you know, he's you know, not a good guy. And I would say normally I would. Wait, I would, what? I, yeah, I know. It's crazy. You really um, went out on a limb there. I know. Um, normally I would just say, I don't want to play He's a He's been a poisoned, of, of, and, and you're talking <laughs> ill about him? I don't want to play a clip from Roger Stone about him being poisoned. It's BS. But I do want to play it specifically because I want to see him hawk the InfoWars supplements <laughs> in the middle of the yes. I love it. I just, I love, I love this it. moment so much that he's saying here he got poisoned by man. some government force, uh, polonium, and in the middle it of it, he's good. able to somehow try to sell supplements so from InfoWars. It's almost as if that's the entire point of well, making that, the accusation. That in his book, oh. which is about the thing yeah. he got poisoned for, supposedly. Uh, here is this moronic segment uh, with Roger Stone. As I told you, I became extremely ill. This manifested itself in uh, over 14 days of high fevers. Delirium, what is wrong night sweats. I don't know. It looks uh, bad. I had uh, uh, lesions on my chest and my face. Uh, I had uh, uh, oh boy. extreme uh, diarrhea. I had vomiting <laughs> that could not diarrhea. be stopped uh, with medication. Uh, I became exceedingly dehydrated. There you go. Couldn't I have been the flu. That, none of that happens uh, with the flu. Hydrated with, uh, with IV and saline 
injections. And as you said, the last time you were in the hospital was when you were born. Yes, I am a generally <laughs> a healthy person. You're a marathon runner. Hold oh, on. Uh, I have been a runner and a weightlifter. I uh, am very careful in my diet. I'm a user of the InfoWars supplements. <laughs> I have been uh, treated with acupuncture by perhaps the greatest acupuncturist in the state. Oh, of we got the, the acupuncture. States, wow, Dr. that's Quinn Martielli, science uh, proven. Dr. China. Quinn Martielli. Uh, I'm generally trained a healthy person. In the beginning, I thought I had a routine stomach virus, and this mm -hmm. was, you know, a pain in the neck, given my deadline on the book and the fact that my entire family was headed to Florida yeah, well, for Christmas. And we even had to cancel one of our important meetings we were going to have in Florida. Yeah, right. Yes, indeed. So I, I've uh, seen your vomiting. I've seen your diarrhea. To the doctors at Mount Sinai Hospital in Miami Beach, <laughs> my own personal physician. They conducted extensive I've seen your blood, tests. War supplements. Those blood tests were passed on to CDC. I've read your book. The general consensus is that I was poisoned. poisoned. You were poisoned. I was poisoned with, poisoned uh, with they now say, a substance they now say. that may have been polonium or Polon had the characteristics <laughs> of polonium. Uh, this uh, may, may be exceedingly ill. The, uh, the conjecture like of all the what doctors does it do to your body? Here's a picture of someone who looks nothing like Roger Stone looks like. Uh, to kill me, but I have <laughs> never been this ill. I mean, what? This is that a is a joke. So he's been poisoned because he's never been that ill. Uh, yeah. Well, that's a good I, I've that's never a had general though. consensus. That's a general consensus. Now, that, he happened to mention that it's a general consensus after he reminded us that it, he sent it to the CDC. Yeah, he it has nothing he, to do with yeah, the, it's CDC not the CDC at all. CDC's consensus. That's a great no. pickup, Jeffy. Great Agonizing. Pickup. It's not the CDC's consensus. He sent it to the CDC, and the general and then, consensus. And of course, we've come to the poison. general consensus that they, uh, unnamed physicians of some sort, yeah, think he was people in his office. He was poisoned by polonium or a polonium-like substance. Um, this is like the Al Gore thing we used to do with all the disclaimers. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, by the way, uh, one gram of polonium, uh, 210, can kill, they believe, could theoretically kill 10 million people. One gram of it. You typically don't wake up two weeks later with all your hair and go on television and explain how you got po poisoned by polonium. Look how it permanently changed what's-his-face. Um, the leader of Ukraine, wasn't it? Uh, Was it the... It was the president of the Ukraine oh, yeah. who yeah, yeah, yeah. had been um, poisoned. With, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and it altered the structure of his face. It was so bad. And that was polonium too, because I know polonium was, polonium. was, was the uh, the journalist as well that was poisoned and, and he killed. was dead. And he actually yeah. died. He was dead. Uh, yeah, really. But ugly. this guy was barely subjected to it. This guy barely got a whiff of it or something, and and was uh, very near death. And it it actually messed. He actually they used to say he looked. Movie star like, and then it changed his face. Yeah. So Roger Stone is lucky. Yeah, Roger really Stone is lucky. Like, oh He's no, no permanent apparent damage. I mean, damage. think about the the, the so, miracle that the allowed miracle. him to come back <laughs> right. and still speak about his book on time. Yeah, um, what an amazing. Think about the incompetence too of either the Russian FBS. FSB, whatever oh, they no, are. The Russians have never done anything wrong. Or in the this, CIA, probably. Yeah, CIA it's would probably do. the CIA, and they're so incompetent, they couldn't kill Roger freaking Stone. Come on. Come um, on. Coming up in just a moment, we uh, experiment on Jeffy live on the air. Uh, that's uh, happening next. Don't miss it. I won't. Thank you. Anytime you can experiment, Jeffy, live in the air. Mm -hmm. uh, Did I agree to this? Day. Oh, no. You, you, don't even know you don't even know it's happening, but it's, it is happening. Uh, no, next. it is not. Uh, no, it's going to happen next. It's, no, just, it's okay. It is no, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. No.
You know, there's a, there's no doubt. A lot of pissed off people at oh, me right gosh. now. A lot of people are just pissed off. Yep. And, I, and frankly, I don't blame them. I'm a little pissed off at myself for, for incorrectly remembering that Viktor Yushchenko, the president of Ukraine, was poisoned by polonium instead of dioxin. <laughs> I mean, it's just egregious. It's egregious. Uh, but I looked, I, I looked up his photo because I, I remembered his, the look changing so dra- dramatically. It's even more dramatic than I remembered it. Uh, he, he was a really good-looking guy. And Stu believes that he became unpopular afterward, maybe because of that. At least partially. Right? I mean, I think, like, you know, at first, it obviously, people were very sympathetic to yeah. the fact that he was poisoned. Um, but he left office very unpopular, like, almost like Rod Bogloyevich unpopular. Um, like, and it was, was there any reason for that? You know, I mean, Ukraine had a lot of struggles through that period. Um, they went through the sort of Velvet Revolution and, uh, mm. and, and later yeah. on had, you know, lots of uh, issues. However, he was really... I mean, you know, uh, he did a lot of good things uh, in, in yeah. office, um, yeah. and he really, by the end of it, the people were, were sick of him. And I don't know, I've always, this is, I have no evidence to back this up. You're just speculating. But complete speculation that, like, I think he, he looked so bad by the end, um, and, you know, I think people kind of gave him a harder time because of that. I mean, you know, there's a Maybe. reason why the ugliest person you know doesn't run for president. Like, usually, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the person who runs uh, is, you know, usually at least somewhat uh, appealing to the eye. You know, I mean, you think of Mitt Romney, Barack Obama, you know, mm-hmm. was a decent-looking guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as we've moved into the TV generation, usually the people who win um, have some TV presence. I mean, this, this it's hard to compare these two this year, though. <laughs> I'll be honest. But, I mean, probably the two. Donald Trump's probably the better-looking of the two candidates. <laughs> yeah, uh, probably. You know, right? so, yeah, probably. Anyway, yeah. um, we have uh, this Jeffy experiment we wanted to do. Really interesting. You can take this quiz as, as well. We're, we'll tweet it from the Pat and Stu account of, uh, at World of Stu. Um, this is a New York Times line to kind of measure how you remember the last eight years. Can you get these numbers right? Uh, if you show the screen, this is a graph of the uh, unemployment rate. The line you see is uh, a line, uh, the line, the correct line of the Bush years. I'm not doing uh, a weather report? No, you're not doing a weather report. Never. We wanted to see if Jeffy could, how accurate could Jeffy be as he tried to draw the line for the Obama years. Now, as much as we make fun of Jeffy, um, and we'll, this, wow. will never, th- this will never die. Um, <laughs> What's that? The- I will never be any less critical than, than every other moment I've known you, Jeffy. Uh, but, of course, Jeffy is a well-informed guy, a guy who reads the news all the time, who follows these stories every day wow. for a living. It's amazing it's how difficult it is to try to nail these things. Just thinking back of your memory without looking at any stats, what would the, would the uh, uh, unemployment rate be? Um, as you go through these years, there's a few different stats. So let's let have Jeffy kind of do his weatherman report and tell us where the line should be drawn. Wow. Starts so at 5.8% in 08. What did it go to for... Uh, of course, the Obama people. I mean, Obama saved us, right? I mean, it's down to zero <laughs> right. right now. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, everyone is working that wouldn't wants to work and needs a job <laughs> right now. Uh, all right. So Obama started and, oh, things were bad, right? Bush, oh my gosh, the world is in trouble the world is in trouble. The world is in trouble. This is five point eight. So we had to, man. I'll I'll get over here. I'll come up here. So we had to go all the way up. I would say, mm. okay. Eh, we went that far, and then we started our decline. Right. We started okay. to come down. Maybe back up a little bit. 
decline. We're we're at zero right now. Everyone that's working <laughs> wants to. How do you want to, seriously? Where do you want to leave it off? Uh, where's where's it at? It's under three now. Is that where you want to put it? I don't remember. Uh, I mean, yeah, this is this that's is fine. all you. So all you. We're, we're, we're not helping. Yeah, that's fine. We're not. Okay, we're not here to help. Something like that. Yeah, that's Okay, so now Marissa will click on this button at the bottom that says "Show me how I did," and we'll see how close. I mean, it's probably horribly wrong. Okay, let's see. But I can't remember. Not terrible. Not terrible. It went up faster than you remembered. Yeah, it sure did. And then the decline was pretty stable, and it did not go as low as you remembered. It never kicked back up either. I thought it kicked back up. There certainly were months in there it kicked back up, but these are you know the yearly estimates. So I would say that's the. I'll give Jeffy a B. You were right on the line for. Uh, yeah, for a, a whole while. year. Yeah, for a That's whole pretty year. Good. That's pretty good. You get two years huh. of exactly right. Okay, uh, let's go to the next stat. Um, I don't know. Well, let's see. We have the list here. Oh, this is number of immigrants <laughs> convicted of crimes who were deported. So we're talking about deportation oh, numbers. Wow. There's the Bush years. Started at about 71,000. Grew to 114,000. Did it go up? Did it go down? Jeffy, draw the line. Draw the line. Number. Wow. It's a cha- These are pretty challenging. Convicted of crimes who were deported. Wow, that's that's a hard one. Because that we, that's we a hard hear one. that he's yeah. deported. So the uh-huh. number of deported, but yeah, this is a this is a stat you never hear though. No, you don't. And, it's and barely the, and some so of the ones that are barely uh, we, talked that about. we hear about yeah. the illegals who were convicted and are in our prisons. Right. So we didn't deport them. So, and this is the thing. One hundred and fourteen thousand. Yeah, that was in 2008. Wow. So this is kind of a measure of what your impression was. And there's two competing things here. Yes, people talked about Obama deporting a a decent amount of people. But also, he's been obviously light on illegal immigration Mm -hmm. overall. So where do you draw that line? But there's plenty of people that say that he hasn't been, especially on that. Right. So if you were convicted of a crime and you were deported, that doesn't count. I mean, I'm guessing we stayed intact, right? Probably pretty close. The first couple years, and then, oh my gosh! You're saying it's, he did, he deported more people yeah, than Bush so far, yeah, yeah. is what you're saying. And then we started, uh, you know, hey, 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 when yeah, nobody yeah, was noticing. We love you, we love you. Mm-hmm. Deported and come Second back. Second term here. Uh, yeah, we're probably down to about this. I don't know about something. All right, right in here, something like that. But I'm guessing. Uh, what makes me think that I'm being had here? Mm-hmm. Is that he probably did a bunch more? I don't know. I Actually, think he did I, a bunch more. I, I did do this, but I don't remember what it was. Let's see. Wow. Oh, see, shoot. it did go considerably yeah. higher, but a big. Uh, you got you had the shape of it right there, uh, an yeah. increase and then a decrease. You just didn't go as drastically as 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 you needed to. But I mean, you went with like a, you went with an A cup, and it was really a C cup. Double the number. And <laughs> 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 huh. I mean, that's. So there you go. Yeah, what, 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 that peak number was. I mean, that's a much sexier uh, graph. It is. It's right. much sexier. It's a much sexier graph. <laughs> All right, let's go. Uh, can we do another one here? Mm. This is uh, national spending on health care oh as God. a percent of gross domestic product. Oh, because that was a problem. We weren't getting anything for our money, so it was thirteen point three percent, then it went up to sixteen point three percent. Now, I'll tell you, when I read this one... I have no idea. I I have no idea. When I read this one, the the, the, the specific stat they chose made me skeptical. I know. Because they're saying it's a percent of gross domestic product, um, which is, you know, it's not just spending. Oh, I would Um, guess that's down there. And it's also not just government spending. It's national spending. Mm. Um, So that's an important distinction here and something you should think about before we draw this line. Well, I mean, look. President Obama 
got us all health care. <laughs> yeah, and, did. We are and spent, so we are affordably, too. Zero. Right. As far as gross domestic product right now. And that was certainly the way it's been sold. I mean, you know, people talked about this quite a bit. So is it almost a straight line down, Jeffy? I mean, (laughs) keep keep in mind, keep in mind, we didn't pass the Affordable Care Act until 2010. Ooh, ooh, so So, we. Okay. No, no, draw them. (laughs) It's not zero. That one I can give you as a hint. Yeah, it probably, it probably actually, uh, it probably went up. And then what? Two ten, right? With healthcare. So then it probably went up. So you could still say we've got to get this thing worked out. And it's probably what? Down to kind of a straight probably line a little bit lower than Bush. So okay, something like that. That that I really don't know. Okay, let's see. Oh wow! It did go up. It never for went all down. the selling of even, Obamacare. It never went down. Oh, it never went down. Even on that number, and that you would think would favor Obama. Right? Uh, yeah, I tried to give Still him a break. Doesn't. I mean, that's and that's wow. from the New York Times. This is not uh, you know the Blazes or the Daily Callers uh, graph. This is the New York Times telling you this. Uh, this is the exact problem this was supposed to solve. Yeah. That is amazing. Uh, that's an amazing one. Um, we're, this is pretty fun, actually. Um, uh, I, this is really interesting to see you go through this because I think I'll, I don't think I, I don't know what you would do. This next one is uh, national debt as percentage of gross uh, domestic product. Uh, so one thing I will the say, when debt I, as a percentage of the oh yeah. Okay. So one one quick distinction here, Jeffy. I when I when I read this, I misread it when I did it myself, and I saw deficit. It's actually the debt. Yeah. So how much total we owe, not like the yearly deficit. How much do we owe as a percentage of gross domestic product? Uh, which oh, which direction did that go? That had to have gone up, right? I mean, holy cow! With the because he's doubled the debt. Yeah, right. 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 So that means that we've had. Yeah. He's doubled the debt. The debt is now twenty. But are we paying dollars. back some of this with the trillion. debt? Say that again. Are we paying back some of this with the debt? Right. This so is what, this is the debt we're talking about. Well, the debt. This is what we owe. As a percentage of the, the gross of national the economy, product, yeah, of the economy, the economy. This is an easy so, one. So the other the thing, I, you know, to disti- the distinction. I, it is. I, I, it's you know, you're looking at debt levels here. However, you're not looking at like if you know the debt would grow no matter what. You're looking I at mean, a percentage I'll, I'll draw of the, the line. I really don't. I really don't know. But I mean, it had to have gone up, right? I really don't know mm-hmm. what the heck we owe right now. Uh, that should, yeah, let's go so, up. Yeah, the debt's just, twenty trillion. True. We'll what, go up. What, yeah, like that, Jeff. Yeah, that's like, fine. All right, let's see what that's the fine. line looks. I mean, you undercut Think of that, though. It's 76% of our economy, <laughs> yeah. and this guy is walking out with a 60% approval rating. That That's is not too insanity. bad. No, it's not bad. Again, you have the right, you have the right vibe there. Um, I'm a little confused on how they get to that percentage because I know. our debt is $20 trillion, Our GDP is 17 We should be over 100% of GDP. Debt, debt to GDP ratio should be over 100. And I think some ex- experts, I've heard experts say that actually. Yeah, and, we are. I mean, we're, you, over, you're, we're like 103 percent. close to an expert. So I don't know where, where they're getting 76.6. We'll, we'll have to look that up. But only 39.3 percent under Bush, <laughs> and um, he called it immoral and unpatriotic. <laughs> right. Yep. yep, he sure did. Oh my God. Uh, do we have time for any more here? Can we do Jeez, one more? Man. Um, or should we come back on the other side and do them? We only have one minute. Let's do one more here, Jeffy, while we're here. Uh, 
under Mr. Obama, the number of Mexicans living in the United States illegally. Now, we know there's, there's descriptions. We don't. Uh, zero <laughs> are living here illegally. We know there's Stu. disagreement on the numbers, and you'll see that this number is much lower than the numbers you've heard. One of the reasons for that is it's only mix Mexicans, not measuring uh, other not, illegal immigrants, right. people who've come on visas and everything else. This is uh, Mexicans li- living, our best estimates of uh, Mexicans living in the United States, uh, 6.621 million under Bush. Where does that number go? Uh, I mentioned we probably, it probably evens. Obama, we don't know what he's going to do. It went up, we don't know what he's going to do. Oh my gosh, they're going to get kick us out, and then we got to get in. <laughs> I, I love the, uh, the narration here. This is fantastic. <laughs> All right, let's see. Yeah. Oh, wow. Slight decrease. I don't believe wow. that. Now, I don't either. I, don't I will say this. That. One of the reasons why they believe the decrease occurred is the economic problems we've had. So uh, the, through possible. the Bush administration, the, the economy was doing pretty good until oh, the yeah, very end. You see it drop right at the last year of Bush, and then it, it continues that to That makes sense down. for Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Well, if we have a little bit, there's a couple more. Maybe we'll do a little bit more uh, later on. I'm going to take a break, though. 888 beck <laughs> is the phone number. Back with this second. All right, cool little thing. Mm-hmm. The New York Times. We'll tweet that out, at World of Stew, at Pat and Stew, so you can do it yourself and, and make fun of your friends. We have two minutes to get through the last two graphs that Jeffy's trying to draw. This one is the number of violent crimes per 100,000 people. Started at the Bush years at 507, dropped to 459 at the end of his term. Oh, wow. Um, there's obviously been a lot of publicity on crime. However, a yeah. lot of, you know, there's evidence that some of the crime rates have dropped, certainly since the 90s. Where do they go in the Obama years? Violent crime per 100,000. Uh, I mean, we had to get the guns off the street, right? This is cracking me up. So we probably came down a little bit. He sold we sold a lot of guns, but I don't think that we were killing people. And then we started we started freaking out. People mm-hmm. were killing people. We came mm-hmm. we probably even back out. People who kill people. So pretty, a pretty pretty even line you drew there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's how Jeffy did. Oh, eh, considerable wow. drop. I mean, you know, crime rates I, I, have been going down for a long time and that trend did continue under mm, Obama. Okay, that's um, so that's positive. Uh, we're happy about that. Again, nothing to do with Obama, but still. Uh, and finally, number of troops in Afghanistan and Iraq. Now, of course, the war started uh, back in the uh, early 2000s. Uh, it cre- creeped up to uh, the surge, 187,900 troops when Bush left office. Where did they go during the Obama years? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we, he didn't sign. Oh, come on. He ended two wars. Yeah. Right? He ended two uh, wars. One minute. So. So straight line down. all the way straight actually, line down. Actually, it probably even in that he started, yeah, yeah, yeah. He started getting rid uh-huh. of them, right? Mm-hmm. Coming mm-hmm. down, and then the, the forces agreement, and then we came back up. Okay. So where's, where do you want to keep, bounce it up That's to? Fine. Right there? Okay. Something like that. All right, here we go. Look at that! Pretty good, pretty good. Pretty good. I did nice. Not, I did the same thing you did with this one. That's which an easy I, one, I bounced though. it back up more yeah. than it has. Uh, it just really flattened out around 12,000. But other than that, yeah, that's a good, that was a pretty good decrease. I mean, Jeffy, I think overall a, good, a solid B on your, uh, yeah, on your not effort a, here. Yeah, not a bad effort. Yeah, good effort. Uh, Gee, thanks. Good job, Jeffy. Yeah, I mean, with it. literally no prep. I, we didn't even tell him this segment was coming. So he didn't look at any stats. He didn't try. It's just straight out of memory. Yeah, pretty hey, good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, it's hard. <laughs> I, not, in all seriousness, that is not an easy exercise. Some of those stats, I mean, because you remember things and impressions I, you had of those times, mm-hmm. and you try to put them into to numbers like that. It, and there's things you, you don't hear about that much. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, back in a second.
Well, welcome. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, I just, just want to quickly mention this uh, anti-Trump protester. Uh, they're now coughing on people in restaurants oh, to protest oh. the proposed repeal of the Affordable Care Act. So they're going up to people in restaurants and <coughs> coughing on. I just want you to know that if you're an anti-Trump protester and you come up to me and start coughing on me on purpose in a restaurant, I will beat you like a drum. Oh, man. I will beat oh. you until your, your, your whole family is dead. That's how much I will beat you. Uh, I will hit you so hard it will kill your whole family. It's a significant amount. So it's a lot. Of it's a significant lot. amount of pain. I wish I want someone it's a lot. to cough on, on I, our family that would with, piss with my me off, son like, off to the I, side with his new baby. No I want way, that man. Because I would just hold the baby. I got it. I got it. I got it. And then Elvis could pummel. I, I, these I just watch them. Idiots! Mark Milano, who's 60 years old and should know better, initiated the protest arranged by Rise and Resist by coughing at the back of the restaurant. His cohorts joined in, drowning the dining area with coughing sounds. You're at a restaurant. You're spreading germs all over the place. This is, it's a health hazard. You need to be beat up. Seriously, these people need, I, I, I don't well, like to incite violence, but uh, if someone coughs on you, you approve of it. I do. I think that's this probably is, fair. Mm-hmm. And the reason that one of the reasons that they're doing it, and I know that you know they're too obviously to protest, but here is a, a person on Facebook who this question was posed by her. Mm-hmm. Question: Why do conservatives want my daughter to die from an asthma attack? My husband to God. die from a heart attack. Just generally, and Gosh, me to either suffer stupid. and be forced to go on disability when I don't oh, need gosh, to as of now, or suffer until I can't take it anymore, since I won't be able to get the monthly treatment and meds I need. The Senate votes I'm hearing about and the move to repeal Obamacare is starting to feel like the start of a genocide. Yeah, it's, it's probably probably what it looks like. Uh, straight out genocide. And that's and Yeah, you, asked, you remember before the genocide before the Affordable Care Act? Yeah. Remember what that oh was like? So, oh, so people. terrible. Again, they, they mm-hmm. reminded us about the piles of dead bodies in the streets. Yep. And uh, we I need can't. to continually course, be reminded of that. Most of the things she's complaining about were actually not going to be repealed by the Republicans anyway. Uh, beyond that, um, you know, you asked why do Republicans want your kids to die and your family to die? It's because it's just our general preference. We'd like them dead. Right. No, uh, what we'd like is maybe. Generally speaking, it would be know, great. Just maybe because your you're so get a job, stupid, you don't, don't deserve know, to work, perhaps exist get insurance on this planet. and pay for your family. Yeah, I mean, how about maybe we don't want that to happen yeah. and actually have uh, various plans that would probably uh, do a good job uh, and, overall and, as a society. And it didn't happen before, so why would it now? Just all of a so sudden, be, uh, the Affordable Care Act has been in effect for, I mean, it literally kicked in in what, 11? 2011? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also uh, ineffective, uh, and uh, that's another part part of that. Um, However, let's look back. Uh, We're looking back. How far are we away? Where's our clock? Why isn't our clock on the screen? The clock clock should be constantly. It's too important. There it is. Always there. It's vitally important that people know. 95 hours. You can keep that thing up the entire show if you want. 95 hours until the Douche Hall of Fame vote for Barack Obama. Let's go back through another day of a review of his administration. You just saw Jeffy sketch out all the stats from the administration. Here we are with Barack Obama talking about that one and only Affordable Care Act. If you're happy with what you got, nobody's changing it. If you're one of the more than 250 million Americans who already have health insurance, Mm-hmm. You will keep your health insurance. If you have health insurance, the only thing that changes for you is you're more secure. If you already have health care, the only thing this bill does is make sure that it's even more secure. If you've got health insurance, uh, you keep your own insurance. Today, 
I, I want to speak plainly, clearly, mm -hmm. honestly. If you already have health care, you don't have to do anything. And everyone anything. who already anything. has health insurance will keep the benefits and protections already has put into place. Period. 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 End of story. You have Except or had wasn't. one of these plans. No, he's still in 2013, he's still saying it. Came in right. And you really like that plan. What we said was you could keep it. If it, it, it hasn't changed since the oh, laws passed. If it hasn't changed. <laughs> I forgot about that last one. If, oh, my if, God. If it hasn't changed. And then they had to, they had to just drop that, too. Yeah, they just dropped it. Because it was all a lie. It was, it was such an unbelievable lie. And 7 million people were not able to keep the insurance they wanted. Because he deemed it different than he thought it should be. Yeah. He, uh, he, God, come on. <laughs> I know, every time I see this, I laugh. <laughs> this uh, graphic they made, which was a, with a quote from Jeffy. Get your pencils ready. Why would you need, you're not going to be, you're going to be voting online. You don't need your pencils. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? At least, though, uh, we were promised some real savings mm -hmm. uh, on our right. health care plans. And Barack Obama did that multiple times as well. Let's watch. And on the other end of the spectrum, and this is what a lot of the Republicans are saying right now, there are those who simply believe that the answer is to unleash the insurance industry, to deregulate them further, provide them less oversight and fewer rules. Yeah, that would be great. Mm -hmm. this, this is called, this is called the uh, uh, Fox Garden, the, the hen house approach to health insurance reform. <laughs> uh, is that what it's called? Dumbass. Oh, I can't. Oh, my God. For Americans who get their insurance through the workplace, how many people oh, are getting God. insurance through their jobs right now? Right now. Raise your right hand. Now. Raise your hand. Right now. All right. Well, a lot of those folks. None of them are employed. That's why they're all. Your employer, it's estimated, would you. see premiums fall by as much as 3,000%, which means they could give you a raise. That's what could. 3,000%. Your premium will go down to your employer by 3,000%. So nobody was promise. able to answer his question. Right, they were all nobody worked oh there. Gosh. Yeah, yeah, that was fascinating. That's yeah. a three thousand percent. Uh, now you could—he's talking about employers, right? There? Yeah, he's talking about employers paying three thousand percent less. Yes, it went across the board. I mean, across the board, it went up by. I don't know what One. the percentage Even as is the percentage now? of the economy, as we showed in that graph, uh, which is a shocking graph, I think, if you thought, if you've been hearing the Obamacare coverage it, over the years. It went up so much that we lost the good insurance we had because it just wasn't available anymore. It was too, it was too expensive. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even offered. It, it went up so much that they stopped offering it. It wasn't an option anymore. Unbelievable. They stopped off. We had to change companies and go with a lesser insurance. Now, you could look at that clip and Good say, wait golly, a minute, man. he didn't mean it was going to go down to 3,000%. What he probably meant it was going to go down by $3,000 because he said over and over again it was going to be $2,500. Even that is family. a complete lie. A complete lie went the other way by more than $2,500. Um, real disaster. <laughs> 3, he, if that was Bush and he said, your insurance premiums that your employer pays are going to go down by 3,000%. Even if he meant three thousand dollars, still a huge. Oh, thing. they would have beat him to death. They'd still be beating him on that. Yep. Um, now here's another story. He used, Jeez. of course, sold Obamacare based on a, a bunch of uh, sob stories of the worst case scenarios. Here's one, and then we'll tell you what actually happened. 
One man from Illinois lost his coverage in the middle of chemotherapy because his insurer found that he hadn't reported gallstones that he didn't even know about. They delayed his treatment, and he died because of it. Oh, good God. Hmm. Hmm. Wait, from gallstones? He died from gallstones? Uh, yeah, well, the delay of treatment. Oh, yeah. delay of treatment. Um, the truth is, because he did not die uh, because of the delay of treatment. His insurance policy was reinstated within three weeks and later received a stem cell transplant. He died four years Are you after me? Uh, the initial problems with his insurer, and the treatment he received extended his life approximately by three years, according to his own sister. I, I can't stand this guy. Yeah, no, I mean, this is such a reminder of what a lying sack of crap he was. It is. And these are just, I mean, this is, we could obviously oh, have filled man. show after show after oh, show man. doing this. Again, I have directed you to the bottom of the screen. Uh, until the Obama douche Hall of Fame vote, you've got 95 hours to get your pencils ready for it. Um, and then uh, you can go to patentstew.com and actually vote. You don't need a pencil to do that. The lights, of uh, course, didn't stop with the man who had gallstones. Uh, it also included a woman. Oh, no. Well, I'll let him tell the terrible tale. Oh, no. Uh, it's heart-wrenching. Another woman from Texas. Texas. Was about to get a double mastectomy. Right. When her insurance company canceled her policy because she forgot to declare a case of acne. <laughs> By the time she had her insurance reinstated, what? her breast cancer had more than doubled in size. Come on. That is heartbreaking. It is wrong. And, and no one should be treated that way and, in the United States of no, America. Nobody was. Uh, nobody was. God, that is insane. Stunningly, uh, she didn't lose her health insurance because of acne. She lost mm. it because she didn't report a previous heart condition. Um, and, uh, and that was uh, the issue there. Um, and then, of course, mm. you know, while we, he spoke a lot about health care, uh, over the years, one thing you cannot deny uh, about Barack Obama is his incredible physique. And we saw him, uh, thankfully, to some creepy guy who pointed his phone at him in the uh, workout room. We got to see what a real hardcore Barack Obama workout is really like. Watch. There we go. Look at, oh, look at this. Oh, that's right. Oh, boy. He's really, he's lifting what? Are those two-pound weights? <laughs> Oh, I love this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how he, he's become such an incredible athlete by this uh, intense, ferocious workout. I mean, he really looks like it's like really hard for him too. Like he's making all sorts of weird faces. Yeah. Ooh, he actually did a knee bend right. Look at that. Oh. I mean, what is he? Seriously, wow. that's five pound weights. Five, maybe. Maybe five or ten. I doubt it. I doubt they're that heavy. But that's how he developed that incredible jump shot that he has. Uh, you miss? Oh God! We should bring that one back for uh, for Monday. The, him missing twenty five thousand <laughs> shots in a row at the uh, playground—that's a good one, Marissa. For, uh, for that one, I love. Remember, and and, and the real history on that one was not only did he miss all those shots in a row, we then got a basketball hoop in here and had Glenn take shots afterwards, and even Glenn Beck had a better percentage. I wore meat yeah, mitts, mitts and hit as many shots as he did. With meat mitts on. It's a, a weird turn in that story. That was a really weird day. Uh, that was a weird uh, day, but uh, it was fun. <laughs> All right, 888727 back is the uh, phone number. We, again, the vote is right there, uh, 95 hours right away. Right there. Um, it will be the beginning of this hour on Monday. Uh, we really want you to tune in. We want you to, uh, you can go to, uh, even if you're not, uh, if you're listening on Blaze Radio and you're on delay, um, the time will obviously be different, but think of hour two of this program. 
uh, is going to air at uh, uh, noon uh, central, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to patentstew.com at that time. Patentstew.com at 1 p.m. Eastern, and you can cast your vote for the Douche Hall of Fame. Will Barack Obama get in? And secondarily, will he be the only person who has ever received 100% of the vote? There is a lot of drama um, uh, riding on this, and I will say mm-hmm. a lot of dollars. Um, you go to Vegas right now, the, I mean, the odds are, I mean, you can, you can really make some money if you can predict this correctly. The, the, every casino is running numbers on this. Every are they? Really? If I go right the, now. The biggest and the best ones. The what, are the, what, are the odds, what are the odds he gets 100%? Uh, and right now it's at uh, 3 to 1. Three to one I, I would think it, seriously, even though it's Obama, I would think it would be a little higher than that because no one's ever. Well, there's only, I mean, no one's ever. first of all, he's the most highly qualified to get 100%. He's the most douchified person yes. we've ever uh, inducted. There's been and a I think huge buildup. I think we proved it this week. I, I think mean, we freaking proved it. So far, yes. and there's oh more to come. Gosh. We'll give you more next week uh, on this one because this is, this is a big I, I a forgot big deal. how much he pissed me off. I, I, forgot, <laughs> I, I forgot how big his lies were. I mean, and these stories he used to tell all the time about uh, little little Susie Herfenerbler, who was born with no eyelids. She couldn't close her eyes. Could never go to sleep. She had to sleep with her eyes open. And uh, there were train tracks that ran through her school. They went right through uh, homeroom. And uh, every day at 9 o'clock, when homeroom, uh, homeroom uh, bell would ring, the train whistle would come through. And they'd have to move all their desks to, off the train tracks. Like, what? I mean, that's where, what, that's where, where these stories happened. came from. Yeah. <laughs> that's, he finds these things, and then you look into it, and then it, it, it seemed little Susie Herfenerbler actually had eyelids, yeah. uh, but she had a sty in her eye, and her school was three miles from the railroad tracks. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, I just hate this stuff. Right, my favorite real-world example from history has to be, uh, oh, sorry, broken on 970 WFLA back in the day during the Gore-Bush uh, election. And Gore said, uh, there's someone in Sarasota, Florida, during one of the debates, someone in Sarasota, Florida, a little kid who doesn't even have a chance to sit down in her own classroom. There's not enough desks for her to sit down. <laughs> no, I remember that. Uh, in her own classroom, and it's unbelievable. So uh, <laughs> WFLA, knowing, hey, well, that's Sarasota. That's our area. We should call the school. They called the school. What they found out is, it's true, she did have to stand for one day because they had so much new science equipment. There were so many boxes <laughs> filling the room with brand new science equipment that they didn't have any room for extra desks. The problem was solved the next day. So they just had a huge delivery. They had so one student eat it. And the, of course, it wasn't even like, oh, they had a pro- like there was water leaking from the ceiling for one day. They fixed it. No, it was actually they spent so much money. They didn't have a place to put all the new equipment, and that's why she couldn't sit down. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Triple eight seven twenty seven. Back is the number. We'll be back with more in just a second. Mm-hmm. It's true. We will. That, that's not a lie. We we like to tell the truth. Here we're trying to tell the truth from time to time. Pat and Stu, Triple Eight Seven Two Seven Beck. Welcome back. Uh, uh, joining us in studio, Mr. Lawrence Jones. Welcome to the program. What's up? How's What's happening? 
It's a uh, big day. Uh, yeah. Last day, the well, last full day, I guess, of the Obama administration. Yeah. Um, and we actually went back in the archives and found a prediction by you that just I just nailed it. Oh Lawrence, my gosh. Nailed it. I think Lawrence. it's played out. I think Lawrence, I think you. it's proven to be true. Yeah. What? There's no question I'm, about I'm, it. I'm, and I'm, it can't even change. Even during this last day, there's no way this is going to change. <laughs> yeah, I don't right? think he can change it. I no. don't think he can he screw this uh, up. Let's, let's roll the tape on uh, Lawrence's prediction, if we could. And <laughs> he's going to be remembered. Um, he, he's got to be remembered as the first black president. There it is. Oh, wow, you are right. You cannot argue. That's enough. That's enough. We don't need any more. You cannot argue with that. He will. He is. Because, I mean, the way that he is. We don't need any more. Both of these candidates. Thank Jeez, that's a process. Yes, that is quite a process. Uh, we had like 19 hamsters on wheels to get that thing stopped, but they eventually <laughs> did start running in the right direction. He will be remembered as America's first black president. You, I don't know how you did it. You nailed it. Good job, Lawrence. You nailed it. It was brilliant. <laughs> So well, looking back, you got it. You got how'd you do it? How'd Seriously, you, okay, give yeah. us some insight into the process um, that went. That's it. That's into all that I can think of. Okay, okay. I all can right. tell you what the process is. <laughs> is Glenn Beck out of nowhere asks you some yeah. random question that he that wants some like amazing response to, and you're like, um, I don't know, first black president. Uh, well, that's I mean, <laughs> it would be different if I could actually give think something about it. Yeah. for him to be known of. I mean, yeah. it, I wasn't really trying to be. It wasn't a joke. It was really. I was being serious. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, yeah. That's all he got. That's so powerful. Um, Thanks for being it so powerful. You know, that's all, that's all I had for him. Right. I mean, because your point there, kind of, and I think yeah. it's true, is like he's going to get the benefit of being the first. The first black president's always going to lead his resume. Yeah. So no matter how, because, and we were talking about this with the approval rating. The fact that this guy's approval rating ranged around 45 to 43, 42%. For yeah. almost his entire presidency yeah. is likely going to be forgotten. Because yeah, because now he, it's in the 60s now. Yeah, it's in the 60s, and he broke this barrier, right? <laughs> I, you know, honestly, I don't think it's so much of the barrier as it is Donald Trump. I think mm. the, the evaluation of Trump coming in and Obama, I think pretty much people have forgotten about all the other crap that took it's place. Yeah. You which, know? Uh, which we've noticed today because we're playing some of the old uh, vi- right. video clips of him. Right. And then you remember mm. just what yeah. a douchebag he really was. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you, you, know? you know, for me, it, it's, it's, I hate to say bittersweet, but it was the first yeah. presidential campaign I ever worked on. And so I really wanted him to be successful. Mm-hmm. I really wanted my community. I got in politics because I wanted to fix my community. And when he failed us, it made me switch over to the other side. So that's one good thing he did. He, <laughs> he, he, he got me to learn about liberty and libertarian uh, principles and conservative principles. But I wanted him to mm-hmm. be successful. I wanted him to change the economy. I wanted jobs back in my community. I wanted to change the violence and everything else in my community. And so the fact that he failed at it, I was twice as hard on him for that. Why, um, why, why isn't that more common? Why isn't, I mean, I guess. That's my question too. Why, why don't more people realize that? I think a lot of people do realize it um, because they gave him the finger when he said it would be a danger to my legacy. Um, if you didn't vote for Hillary Clinton. I think that was our way of saying, I don't give a care. Um, You let us down. Um, And and so I I think people struggle with this opinion of having a president that looks like them Mm -hmm. and him embracing the culture of black culture. Like I said, that was fun, having Beyonce in the White House and all that type of stuff. Listen to music in the White House that happens in my community. That's cool, but that don't pay the bills, okay? (laughs) So I, I needed him to do something that was going to help the community. And so I think people struggle with that pride of, you know, things that are cultural in the community versus 
actually helping the community. So, Lawrence, are you saying that you don't really relate to a president who would have, let's say, Paul Anka perform? Uh, <laughs> is this happening at the, at the uh, inauguration tomorrow? Um, I don't even know who that is, so that tells you how much I relate. <laughs> what about Lee You've Greenwood? You've never having my baby? What no. a lovely way of saying so how, how much you love me? me? No. Nope. Come on, you don't know that? Doesn't song? ring a bell. I'm, yeah. I'm okay. But right. again, like I was saying, you know, none of that, that that's one day of celebration. None yeah. of that mm-hmm. matters if you're struggling for eight years, that's right. you know? That's right. Yeah, no, it's true. Uh, so do you think uh, we get, first of all, do you think there's any of the shenanigans that went on with uh, Clinton to Bush where they pulled all the W's off the, uh, the keyboard? Do you think there's any? I, I don't think Obama's going to go that direction do you i hope not i hope not i mean he's been i think he's been the most presidential um he could be throughout the entire presidency the way he's displayed because in, in, honestly, in the last couple months yeah, yeah. I, I, I i honestly don't think even me um being a conservative could be as presidential at this this moment i'd be pissed off you I know mean, I, I would be mad as hell yeah that my person didn't win, mm. you know? And so maybe he has a little class, more class than I have this for this last couple <laughs> months. My personal view on that is that a little of the edge is taken off because he hates her guts. I, I just yeah. don't yeah. think he, he doesn't like Hillary yeah. Clinton. Yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, while he wanted it, probably his agenda to continue forward under her, right. he doesn't like her. And that's, right. that's made it easier for him to seem presidential. But uh, let's get to something uh, really important like the Cowboys loss. Uh, we're not going to do this. How's Green Bay Packers. How's we're not going to Green Bay this. Packers um, defeated the Dallas Cowboys. America's team. Uh, the Packers? The yeah, Packers, absolutely. I agree. The Packers they are America's be. team. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's obvious that we're America's team because you, you saw after the loss, I mean, the Super Bowl tickets dropped by like 300 they, to they, $400. They did drop I mean, uh, considerably. Uh, and the ratings were huge for the Cowboys. I mean, they, the, the best well, they were huge season. for the Cowboys and Packers. The best off. The Packers were there as well. well. But the Cowboys' ratings earlier in the year, right. they weren't playing the Packers, were also huge. Right. They were big, but not I mean, this look, There's big, a lot of people million. in this country. I think that's been proven. Right. Uh, that does not surprise me that the Cowboys are You know, and that's the thing that kills me because I can accept the loss. I really can. It's tough. But don't take it away from us. Don't take it away from us. I mean, we got Dak and, and Zeke. Uh, it, it was a great game. And, it was. You know, um, it's one of the if, greatest if, if ever, we're going to go out, that was the way to go out. Yeah. Um, Realizing you needed a defense next year. I mean, their defense, look, they. they <laughs> we need a secondary. Stop okay? them in the second half. And once it? we trade Romo, because. He's a choke, okay? Yeah, I'm just going to go on the record. That is so unbelievable. I'm going to go on record by saying it's a choke. Unbelievable. At I would take of, that choke any day of well, the week. Well, you know what? I you mean, can not have over them. Aaron Rodgers. Okay, exactly. Exactly. For my so, secondary team, the Houston Texans, I'll take the guy. Hey, I take I tell you this. Anybody can take him, okay? Because I need that money. What do you think about him just staying? I need that money. What do you think about Tony Romo staying? As a coach? Deciding to stay as a coach? As a backup? As a backup, uh, well, there's no way he's going to. Absolutely not. I want the money. What do you want, Sanchez? You want Sanchez? Back? Yeah, I, trust no, me, you don't want no that. Way. You don't it, want it's, that. it's not about him being a good backup quarterback. I need the money yeah, for defense. Do, do. I need the money. Uh, Although yeah, I will do. say, if you, kept, if you kept Romo, no. and, and let's say, first of all, I think he would restructure if he wants yeah. to stay. Yeah. If he can get a starting job in Houston, I think he's going to take it. But I mean, he's making $18 million a year, approximately. Yeah. Dak's making, what, 400000 yeah. So for your two quarterbacks, paying $18 million is actually a very normal number in the NFL. That is not a crazy number. It's reversed as you yeah, normally would just, spend it to the. To he's the, just not worth that much right now. No, okay. he's not. He's he, not. He, I mean, that's how many? The, hey, that's the deal. The NFL look, look, it's time for him to go. 
As a Cowboys fan, I love him. Thank you for your time here. You don't love him, though. It's time to go. He choked. He choked. You called the guy with the second highest quarterback rating of all time. Hey. Of all time. Only Joe Montana has a higher rating. You know what, Pat? You called him a choke. You know what, Pat? You know what, Pat? I... I had this similar conversation with a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. You guys are bringing individual stats. I need my team to be able to play. Yeah, he doesn't They're, play defense. Hold on, hold on, hold on, I don't know if you're aware of this. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait a second, Lawrence. When a guy, when, when a team is up 45 to 20 and they lose 55 to 49, that's so, not the quarterback's so, so fault. So you think that, uh, you think Romo would have brought the Cowboys away. back from that deficit no, this past I game. think he got them to the lead oh, in the no. first place. Absolutely not. And it's insane. And every single Hall of Famer quarterback agrees Dang. with me. Every single Hall of Famer I mean, quarterback. No, they uh, don't. Yes, they do. No, every they single one amazing. of them. And no, not just that, the coaches as well, from Jimmy Johnson all the way down. Agree every single that Tony Romo is a choke? They don't believe, they believe that they should have kept Dak in. What else do you call yeah, him? You oh, well, you have to go with the hot hand. I mean, nobody questions. Nobody was saying they bring If he was so good, then you would have put him in. It wasn't. A, it wouldn't well, matter if so it was good. the hot hand. I mean, if he's the there's, better, there's no he, opinion here. He is right. good, and and the, he's good, the but he cannot make us. Win. He's personally good, but he could not make the team win. And I can tell no, you this. Could, he couldn't, and I can he tell you this. Couldn't make the linebackers there, there, put any pressure there, on the there quarterback. There is a of the special type of energy he with the Cowboys this year. On the defensive line, you're right. <laughs> Hell, you're right. I see Witten dancing on the field this year. I've never seen that type of energy from him. Well, he he. Say, I mean, he did have a couple of high-profile moments where he, you know, blew big games. I mean, that's he that, blew it. He blew it. He threw a couple interceptions, but he didn't. Oh, blow so the that's game. just that's just every, yes, every quarterback. Yeah, they all. But Brett, hold on, hold Brett on. Favre. Not Aaron Rodgers. Brett not Favre. Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers has had Brett I mean, Favre threw more interceptions Rodgers, than any quarterback in. Rodgers in, brought in a fifteen-and-one team into the playoffs and lost, and in, the lost first in the first round. I mean, everybody has had those games. Yeah. Now, Romo had a couple high-profile ones. A lot. A lot. I think overall. His record is a lot. Is, I'd say three or four, yeah. but it's been blown well, you know where it so out of Honestly, proportion. Honestly, where I think where it started, I made this point before, yeah. and we got to take a break. But yeah. where, where I think it really started with Romo was not him playing quarterback; it was him dropping that hold yeah. in that one game, oh. yeah. where and then trying to where run almost, it. And, and almost, almost made it in anyway. Down anyway. That almost made the anyway. whole deal was so close. But, yeah, that was you know that would have changed everything had he made it. <laughs> Lawrence Jones. I mean, it's funny because if we if you were a hardcore Cowboys quarterback uh, or Cowboys fans are the dumbest the best the best no, the worst you're the worst there's We're no the doubt best. about that We're there's the best. scientific consensus on this, this i will say if you though came in here as a bernie sanders supporter pitching the mincom and saying that we need to have social in the united states there would be less disagreement I know. than there was in this last you know what it is because they <laughs> yeah. just hate the cowboys they just yes we do america i don't i don't you know why because we're america's team i and i and i would argue for your player and you're criticizing it I would argue right? that hating the Cowboys is anti-American. It is anti-American. I don't hate the Cowboys. You do. You I do. don't. Um, You're I the don't one know. who's banging on your quarterback. He's yeah. not my quarterback. I'm the one defending him. He's on the bench. <laughs> More Pat He's not my quarterback. More Pat and Stu coming up. He's been the quarterback for 10 years. That is doing a better job. Years. By the way, America's symbol is an eagle. Just going to point that out right now. America's symbol <laughs> is an eagle. Oh, wait. No, America's team. No. <laughs> Uh, he, he's going to be rumored as the first black president. Uh, 
Uh, a couple things on, on the sports world but we should hit before we move on. Um, uh, uh, Jeff Bagwell uh, gets into the Hall of Fame. Astro. Nice. 86.2% of the vote. Wow. I need to get 75% to get in. It's not obviously. 86%. He yeah. was like at 19, it seems like, last time. Hmm, I, don't, I thought he was closer than that. But hey, uh, Wow. That's uh, will, great. It's not as demanding as That's the Douche Hall of Fame. The no. Douche Hall of Fame is 95%. Oh. You only need to get 75% to get in the baseball one, so it's kind of a ridiculous award. Uh, but 86.2% for Jeff Bagwell, 86% for Tim Raines. Reigns was in Raines, his wow. last year of eligibility, so that's why. Um, I mean, he mm. deserves to be in, but he was always kind of bubbling under, finally uh-huh. crossed the line. And uh, Ivan Rodriguez, first year yeah. on the ballot, 76%, um, a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, he was Ivan awesome. Rodriguez is in the Hall of Fame now oh. already? Yeah, I he mean, was, and he's that's great. fast. He was yeah, happy. Fast. I heard a quote uh, wow. they interviewed him this morning. Uh, he was all happy to be uh, with his, um, his hero. Johnny Bench. Oh, nice. Very cool. Yeah. So, Dylan uh, Murphy catcher. snubbed again. He was good. The uh, close uh, m- misses here, uh, Trevor Hoffman uh, missed by five votes. He'll get in eventually. Uh, the all-time leader in saves. Uh, then you have uh, Vladimir Guerrero, who absolutely should be in the Hall mm-hmm. of Fame, will be soon. He missed by 15 votes. Roger Clemens got 54.1%. Barry Bonds, 53.8%. Wow. Clemens is getting back um, up in there, yes, too. They're getting is. close. They're getting this close whole steroid thing is starting to uh, apparently yeah. simmer down a little bit. Yeah, uh, Clemens went from 45 to 54. Yeah, Bonds went from 44 to 54, um, both increasing. Edgar Martinez got 58.6%. If you're, gonna, if you're going to discount the steroid era now, Barry Bonds has, has be. He's the best player of all time. be in the Hall of Fame. He's the best player of all time if you, if you throw away the steroids thing. And can we, for the I mean, love of heaven, put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame? Please. He's not, yeah, obviously Please. not. Please. Ridiculous. A um, uh, couple of other names. Uh, Mike Messina, 52%. Kurt Schilling was on there, only got 45%. I think the, the politics That's might keep him thing. out. Yeah. Um, Lee Smith, 34. Manny Ramirez, 24. Ramirez, I'm surprised, is that low. He had a yeah, great career. Yeah, he did. Um, so there you go. Uh, hey, how, how much time has to pass between when you're on that list until you're possibly selected in the old time? Seems like it's like 15 14 years or, or 15 years. I think that's what Dale Murphy's going to have to hold off for. Come yeah. on, Dale Murphy. T- Come on now. He was a great player, too. Dale, uh, Dale Murphy was great. Uh, okay, like uh, uh, and on uh, the football thing, we have another big game this weekend. In fact, an important mm. one to the show in which the Green Bay Packers, Pat's favorite team, <clears throat> takes on the Atlanta Falcons, Keith's favorite team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, this is, uh, I mean, I'm kind of interested to see. You're both passionate fans of your, of your team. Uh, Pat has been treated to many championships over the years. Keith has been treated to the exact same amount of championships as the Philadelphia Eagles, a big fat zero. None. Um, so this is obviously, you know, you might say... Both teams are equally hated. I think both teams are equally hated across America. What? What are you, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, nobody oh, likes them. Oh, Philadelphia well, no, and Atlanta. I would say yeah. Philadelphia yeah. is hated. I don't Atlanta, know if they're hated. They they're just, they, nobody they're cares. There's no passion it. for either. Uh, yeah, nationally, in, in their local markets, of course, yeah. there's huge passion. But no, nationally, there's no passion for either no. one. I think there's passion against the Eagles. I mean, I, I you know, so there's a yes. lot of hatred for the Eagles, you know, because the people say their fans are horrible. Uh-huh. They threw ice balls at Santa Claus. So the same well, you know, yeah. three complaints since 1977. That's, that's right. true. Yeah, I mean, I think but, there is some but hatred. But the Falcons are kind of like ambivalence. It's like, eh, whatever. Yeah, Falcons yeah, I do don't. think that's kind of true. I, yeah. I, you know, mm-hmm. they're, not, they're not an offensive team to right. me. Um, I'm, Why I'm ex- I am rooting for the Falcons to win the Super Bowl. Uh, Wait, uh, yes, what? I am. What? I would like them Why? to beat the Packers. I don't know. I what? like Matt Ryan a lot. Wow. And, uh, you don't even know? Wow. You don't even know. What? I heard you say, I don't Actually, know. Then I started. Why? why? I I'll tell you say, why. Hold on, hold on, hold on a second. I'm, I'm going to have to uh, tell, tell you now. All right. This is, we need a social justice championship in Atlanta, okay? Between the Steelers, the Packers, and the Patriots, they've won 14 Super Bowls. The and Falcons this year have it's going to be 15. So. And, and we're just going to need a... 
you know, after, no. after a while, that's you've sorry. made enough that's the championships. NFL parody right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Barack Obama defense. That's, right. for, that's, that's what I got. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. I like Matt Ryan a lot. They're an exciting team to watch. But so I, is Rodgers. I mean, obviously, it's. A, I think it's a great game. I, I think like you have Matt two Ryan great too. championship games this weekend. I mean, I'm really excited to watch both of those games. I would love to see Pittsburgh knock off New England, uh, just because I'm sick of New England. Uh, they're there every single year. I hate um, those guys. I, 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 now, the Falcons and Packers played in the Georgia that's Dome earlier this year. And the Falcons won 33-32. to 32. Yeah, that when they weren't playing well. Game. When they weren't playing well, they, they lost by one point. I, I'm not, I'm not making afraid. excuses for your team. I'm just <laughs> very, stating very the fact that they've played this year. If yeah, I were yeah, you, I'd be afraid. Go ahead. No, What's that, Mr. Defensive That's fine. Uh, so, uh, gun to your head. You need to predict the outcome correctly, not oh. what you want to happen. You have to predict the outcome correctly. I know what Pat is going to say. Even with a gun to his head, you believe the Packers are going to win this game. Yes. 41-38. So high-scoring shootout, wow. uh, that's mm-hmm. a fun game to watch. Neither, neither defense is very good. Both you're offenses on you're on are, in the dome. You're in the dome. Yeah. Weather's not a, a factor. The, the only problem could be, I mean, Jordy's not playing, so sometimes they struggle with that, but I'm hoping that they'll play like that. I think Atlanta great. could outscore them. I mean, Atlanta's one of the few teams in the league that could outscore them. I mean, the they could. It could uh, say happen, that Adrian Claiborne, who sacked Aaron Rodgers twice when they played last time, he's out. Oh, so, Claiborne. You know. That hurts. A lot of people are talking about the Clayboard injury, not the Jordy injury. <laughs> it's all about the Clayboard injury. Uh, yeah. Gun to your head, yeah. Keith. Uh, what do you think is oh. actually going to happen here? Boy, it sure did. Are you afraid to predict? You, really? I'm, Do you I'm, think I'm, the Packers are going to win? Oh, that's not why I'm afraid. I'm afraid to jinx them. I think the uh, Falcons are going to win. Bye. I'm going to go 38-35-ish. Oh. It's going to be just like last time, which was a great game. Yeah, it, was a, it was a great game. Pissed so, me off, but it was a great game. So I have a proposal. Jeffy and I have been talking about this a little bit. Um, on Mondays, after Patents do, we do a Facebook Live uh, where we talk for an additional 10 minutes. For some reason, people actually want to hear us blab even longer. <laughs> we're sick of ourselves. We're like Obama. We're sick of hearing ourselves speak. However, on Monday, we're going to do a Facebook Live. It'll be after the show. Um, and I, I would say whichever team loses this bet um, has to agree and further the other's analysis on the game. So, like, if, if, if Atlanta uh, is to win, then Pat has to go on Facebook Live on Monday mm. and not only agree with Keith's reasoning, but then further the praise of the Falcons. <laughs> on the other side, yes. I think Keith mm. has to actively praise and further the analysis of Pat's uh, Green Bay praise. Uh, okay. What do you think? Seems fair. Yeah. It's only 10 minutes. Yeah. It's only 10 minutes. It's only 10 minutes. It's not, it's not an ice bucket over the head, right? It's only 10, 10 minutes. minutes Stu and I will be there to help. Yeah. Oh, we'll, be, maybe we'll w- be there to help. Stu and I will be there to help. We will. Absolutely. Worse than ice over the head, actually. Yeah. So, all right, cool. I like this. Uh, let's see. Torturing potentially Keith and then maybe Pat. I mean, whatever. But, I mean, let's, hopefully the torture of Keith. Hopefully. Uh, although I want the Falcons to win the game, so I'm, I'm a little torn on this. We're kind, of, really? we're kind of hoping that Aaron yeah, really Rodgers is just distracted by the fact that his house has been on fire for multiple uh, weeks now. Every it's, week, it's like call the thing. damn fire department, <laughs> right? Did you? What was the deal with uh, uh, Blank, the owner? Arthur uh, Blank, Larkin, the at the end of the, the game, uh, at the end of the game, uh, he came down on the field last week, and he was with some female. I'm guessing. It's his was wife. his wife. It's his wife. Which is like many years younger than he is. It was a little younger. Many years. And he couldn't, all he did the whole time was. Yeah, he, it was a, that was a weird moment. And then the dancing in the locker room was a bit odd. Real, yeah, well. that was the whole thing was, what is very that? Awkward. Very awkward. He does seem legitimately very, excited. Oh, he is very a huge awkward. fan. This was his uh, dream he, forever to own the Falcons. Hmm. Helped find, uh, founded uh, uh, Home Depot. Okay. Made his money there. And when he could, he bought the Falcons. 
I do yeah. like it. I did like it. I, I like the enthusiasm. I oh, mean, yeah. he's, he's, always like, he's, he's always down there with her. Uh, At the end of games? That was a little weird. Okay, well. Yeah, Jeffy weird. knows weird. I was about too, to say, there's the standard. Uh, right. I mean, I'd hold his hand for the cash, but. And that's what she's doing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. Thank you. More patents do coming up in a second. <laughs> Oh, we got some spoons coming up, too. Oh, wow. Another one? Another spoon. Holy cow. Holy cow. I love having spoons every day. Uh, welcome back uh, to the program. Spoons is uh, what we're doing right now. Uh, Steven's here. Um, is, uh, he's uh, director of this yep. program. Most of the time, some, some of the time, some programs. Uh, what other programs? Uh, I direct Glenn Show. Hmm. Oh wow, you're, so you're responsible yeah. for that, huh? Yeah. Eek. Unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. I would. I wouldn't leave. Did that you one admit on the resume. that? Yeah. Did you admit that? <laughs> Try not yeah. To. <laughs> it's that. The other thing uh, of note uh, mm-hmm. here is that you are an Alabama fan. Yes, and, that is correct. And uh, one of the happiest moments of my life happened just a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. as uh, Clemson won in the last play of the game. Well, the yeah. second to last play of the game. How did you feel when that moment happened? How, how did you? Did you? Were you crushed? Uh, didn't, definitely didn't feel good. Because they, they looked uh, like no, they were winning was, that game as we were texting back and forth. No, the I, well, maybe that's how you felt. I didn't. I mean, uh, it, it, how did I feel? Uh, I didn't break anything. Uh, really? So, yeah, I didn't. TV still intact? Everything's still intact. I just uh, turned it off and, and went into the closet and screamed for a little bit. <laughs> did you? I've had those moments mm-hmm. many, many times. As yes. an Eagles fan, they happen um, uh, yearly. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, multiple yeah. times per year. Yeah, yeah. But see, at least we've won stuff. Hmm. You know, we won four in the last like seven years, interesting. And I'm trying to. I'm not uh, pushing uh, this birthday cake off Jeffy the edge. Math, how many of the Eagles have the Eagles won? I'm, I don't remember. I'm trying Pat, to remember. Do you know? Uh, uh, hold on. Hold on. Don't, uh, don't wait, forget I'm to carry, to carry the one. Yeah, you got to carry down the And then uh, is there a chart we can put up? Oh yes, okay. zero, zero. Well, zero. in your in your inferior uh, conference where you play <laughs> a bunch of amateurs, <laughs> I'm sure it's very nice to win your championships. Yes. Uh, however, 1960 is a year we can all remember and come together. As the Philadelphia Eagles won the NFL championship. Oh, <laughs> 60? You got to go back to 1960. I would, uh, 60. I would actually like to see Alabama play Philadelphia. I say they got a shot. To <laughs> You're that probably game. right. I don't know. Uh, it is your uh, birthday. So yeah. th- this is written in an Happy interesting birthday. way. Hey, um, Happy birthday. Based on is the it meme. today? Or is, is, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. Okay. It's it was a yesterday. special Spoon's birthday edition, however. Yeah, we'll go with that. Do we have this meme that uh, is why this cake is, uh, is designed this way that we can kind of see and, and judge for ourselves? Uh, my friend told the lady at McDonald's it's Stephen with a PH, and they wrote Petiven. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, here we are right now because you are Stephen with a PH. Yes, with we PH. have a happy birthday, yes. Petiven. Yeah, and that, um, that meme, uh, Kana, our um, one of our graphics artists, um, actually had that. That was posted up in the control mm. room. I think even before I started working here, which is like three years ago. <laughs> um, and I don't know what the significance of this dog is for this. I've never. I think known. it just looks like you. I think that's what Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's got better teeth. <laughs> yeah, so there so. you go. <laughs> uh, all right, so happy birthday. Yeah. Uh, we're going to try this cake. Uh, where did this cake come from? Any idea? Uh, I don't know. I think it had a quarter <laughs> sticker. We, so we'll does does it matter? It's a quarter quarter of a cake. This from, is a tra- uh, I, I asked Jeffy this serious question in the break. When is the last time you ate a cake of this size by yourself uh-huh. in one sitting? Okay. Now, look at the cake. You see, like, here's my arm. You can kind of get the, the sense of how long it is. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a big cake. And Jeffy goes, uh, that's just a quarter slab. Mm-hmm. That that's was a, a sheet cake. <laughs> yeah, that's a quarter of a sheet cake. 
He said a quarter slab. He said quarter uh, slab. I, mean, I, I did. But. Which I've never quite heard that term. But he is a, a cake enthusiast, according to our graphics. You've never had a so slab of cake? I've never. I, I mean, I guess I have. I've never yes, heard Steven it. was telling us that they delivered this to him yesterday. I've never heard of a slab, so, a quarter slab of cake. It was so nice so. of him that uh, it was here and there was only four people here. And he thought, you know, I should yeah. just you know, wait until there's more people to share it with. Yeah. I can guarantee you that will not happen with my cake. Yes, we're all... <laughs> You're kidding. We're all aware a, of that. This is an interesting spoon spoons segment because it's it's kind of not like Here. any of us have never tried cake. <laughs> yeah, before. it's just white cake, too. I mean, it's, this so, is, it's just a normal know. cake. Yeah. I will say it's segments like this that people get the wrong idea about spoons. Because <laughs> well, they say, wait a minute, are you right. guys just eating because you want to eat on television? And clearly, no. But no. different companies make different type too. of sheet cake, so it would be good to know where this is from. Well, maybe, well, like I said, we're not sure, so maybe Jeffy can, you know, he's got the refined cake palette. Maybe he knows. That's from Kroger. Oh, well, that we just threw away the whole thing. We kinda... just had a Kroger cake for somebody else's birthday. That's pretty good. But I want to make sure we try this. And it's, you know, look, I think overall it's science, it's and health. why do we want to make moist. sure we try this? Science and health. Is, this a, is that healthy, what you're eating right now? We don't know until we eat it, obviously. And secondarily, we're all about science. In fact, let me give mm-hmm. you another scientific segment. This comes from Jimmy Kimmel, where he studied people's understanding of the very important Affordable <laughs> Care Act. Watch. All right. What is the main difference between Obamacare and the Affordable Care Act? One is you, you, you pay, and then the other one is Obama pays, pays for you. Right, Obama pays, pretty big difference. Pretty big difference. What makes Obamacare better than the Affordable Care Act? Uh, it's a, it's uh, more affordable for the less fortunate, I, I'd say. So Obamacare is more affordable than the Affordable Care Act? I, I'd say it is. Yeah. I believe that the Obamacare, the uh, premiums, are too much, too high, so people are end up paying more. Right. Uh, so I believe in the Affordable Care Act. And so the Affordable Care Act is more affordable than Obamacare. Right, correct. Right, right. Which and is obvious based on the name. It's in the name, right. Right. Why do you like the Affordable Care Act more than Obamacare? Because I don't like Obama. <laughs> but you like the Affordable Care Act? Yeah. What if I told you Obamacare and the Affordable Care Act are the same thing? We're talking about health care with people out here today. Tight. Do you support Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act? Uh, you know, I'm kind of like... <laughs> can, you, can you repeat the question? Sure, yeah. With health care, do you support Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act when it comes to health care? I guess... I mean, Obama's pretty tight, so I guess I'd probably go Obamacare. Sure, sure. Yeah. How stoned are you right now? Pretty stoned. Right. Do you know what your current health care insurance plan is? I don't know, man. I don't even think I have health insurance. Not at all? No. I think my mom took me off for health insurance. Shout out to my moms. <laughs> he shouts out to his mom for taking Shout him off. Shout out to my mom. And and he, and he's stoned. With an, so that's another really good shout out to his mom. Yeah, I'm really, really stoned right now, mom. <laughs> Thanks is, for the health insurance. This is, though, you have to read. Wow. This is such a, so important. First of all, just to realize how stupid people are. Um, we didn't do more on trivia this year, and that's when we would normally prove that point. But he still does a good job here. And, and the interesting thing is every mm-hmm. poll you see, every, uh, every uh, election, you have to keep people like this in mind. Because not every yeah. person there answered that question the same way, which was, do I like Barack Obama or not? Mm-hmm. If they like Barack Obama, they said Obamacare. If they didn't like Obamacare, Barack Obama, they said Affordable Care Act. None of them knew what any of it was, but they all voted with that impression they had yeah. of Barack Obama. Now, the good thing is we don't know how many people they went through that said, well, 
it's the same it's the same thing. I know. We and, don't know. And it wasn't funny, so they didn't use it. So No, it's true. You know, I I mean hopefully it was eighty five to one, but you know it wasn't. It wasn't. I guarantee majority. I would say there probably were some people, but I bet you anything it was the majority of people didn't know. But it was the same thing. I'll bet you're right. I'll bet you're right. And the majority of the people who don't know are Alabama fans. That's proven. Uh, in poll after poll it's after poll, people it's from... Uh, it's probably correct. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to... You're not even disagree. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree. Can I point out one more thing about your cake here uh, yeah, before we go? Point out whatever you uh, want. While that, uh, that video was playing, you'll notice there's an extra piece of the cake missing. One guess who took it. You who can't. walked across the room while a video was playing and cut an extra piece of you cake. Can't tell and, how, and you that can't was, tell how good a cake that is. That was like four one sizes one. Of, of normal slice, though. Yes, that I mean, was. I guess it's a Jeffy. You were two already? No. It was like that big. I mean, it, it was, was like a... No, it was not. All right. We'll be back with the Obama vote. Monday. 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 Monday.